This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated. Wanna learn how to close deals? Wanna learn how to sell more? That's what we're here for at Sales Genius. Let's go. Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. War Gamers, welcome to Wednesday's War Games. I am thoroughly excited today. Let me throw up some VIPs that are here with us. We got Luke who jumped in. Luke's got properly positioned a book in the background. I would like to point that out so that uh, he can make sure everybody knows that. Amy Lee's here. Brian from Subtle Skills, our resident facial analysis expert, right? We're looking out in the in our crowds today, too. We've also got Larry Schneider, who jumped on right on time. Edna is out there with us. Farha is here, too, from Massachusetts. So I would like to say welcome to all the VIPs. I'm thoroughly excited to bring on our guest trainer today. Um, I was lucky enough to meet our guest trainer, Mr. Greg Reed, uh, about probably 11 years ago. I think it was... If you look at it, um, Next Level by Association with Bob Donnell. We met down in Costa Mesa, had had dinner, and then disappeared for a little while. Lee, welcome. Natalie Esman made it and then disappeared for a while. And I'm going to tell you my big impact story with Greg Reed, besides all the books I've read and everything that comes in with the wonderfulness of Greg, and I'll bring him up here on the stage as well. When you look at Greg, my best part about Greg was that we started playing words with friends, right? And literally, I'm going to tell you no lie, I sucked, okay? It was horrible. And Greg was nice enough, right, to all of a sudden say, hey, started commenting. Let's treat this not like checkers, but like chess. Let's start thinking three, four moves ahead, right? And I'm going to say, hey, Greg, swap spots with me. There you go. And so when I looked at it, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then it, we started going. And I'll say at least twice in like three years of playing, I beat Greg. Right. And I think I screenshotted those just to make sure I knew that I had those wins somewhere. But um, that was that was to me was I was like, what a giver, somebody who's willing to give of himself. Just like today, I, I sent him a, a DM on Instagram. and He was like, here, set this up. Joe. And I'm like, well, I am stalking you in all forms of social media. So it makes sense. He's like, just get rid of them. Let's go. Right. Adrian's commenting on the fact I only beat you twice, but you know, that's how it works. 
but he's really, really good. I, I don't want you guys to go after him, but uh, Greg, thank you so much for coming. And I know you're swamped. I've got my journal right here, ready to take notes from you on uh, how to do this. We have a whole group of entrepreneurs and all the hype that was coming around you coming into the group was, was well worth it. And I know that. And so I want to just say, welcome. Thanks for showing up in the word games group. Yeah. As soon as you learned the uh, triple word thing, you just started destroying me. Let's be honest <laughs> that one, right? <laughs> he, he taught me too well. It was yeah. like, oh, wow. What does yeah, nice. W stand for? Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And Brian, good to see you, brother. Man, I, I got to tell you, I saw him at Steve Sims event. What a genius that cat is. Oh, absolutely. You are hanging out with some good company. And today, when we're going to share, I, I'm going to probably take it from a different perspective than just sales, 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 because you always right. hear that. I'm going to talk about the power to persevere and not give in to the no's along the journey. Fantastic. I'm all for that. I would like to say, Greg, please take the stage. I don't want to take away. Everybody's tired of hearing from me. They're really excited to go, hey, somebody else is here. And you and Brian have the same look going on. So they may think you're the same person. That's why we we'll put, we'll put our two heads together. There you go. So, <laughs> I, I'm Greg. For those of you who don't know me, don't feel bad. I'm not very popular at home either. I'm just a regular cat. I've been publishing a about 120 books, 45 different languages around the world. And just recently, check this out. I got a star on the Walk of Fame in Vegas on the uh, strip right next to Elvis Presley and all of my heroes, which is pretty darn cool. And the reason I say that is I'm probably the least qualified person to do what I do. I'll just be very direct. Uh, Joe didn't allude to this, but I can't spell very well. I cannot read very well. I'm dyslexic. And the truth be told, if you do play me words with friends, chances are today you're going to win most of those games. And I well, understand that's because you're the founder of Secret Knock, which is the top entrepreneur, you know, event to go and grow. Guys, three feet from gold, wealth made easy, thoughts are things, stickability, the millionaire mentor. These guys, he doesn't, he's got spell check in whatever he's using because <laughs> the guy is putting out books that change your life forever. And in the comments, you're going to find my link to his author page on Amazon because you need to get out there and find something. It, it, there's so many things for everybody to do. And again, he's modest. But let's be real. There's a star on the street for a reason. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. You work your strengths and you hire your weaknesses. So, again, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you the facts of the matter because I'm going to prove it to you. Since we're on video, I can show it. I said it to Brian while we're at Steve Sims' event, but I'm going to see if I can actually prove this. So, when you write a book, you do something called a query letter. I'm looking through one of my books to show you this. And your query letter says who you are, what's your message, why are you an expert, who gives a hoot, who's going to read your book. Well, I was turned down by 268 publishers in a row. 268. I told you. I sucked. Wow. And the 269th one said, we'll do your book. Just change the title, the beginning, the middle, and the end part. So I took their counsel, and I hired amazing ghostwriters and editors who took my words and crafted in a way people would want to read it. And it went on to become successful. And I'm trying to find a quote in here because one quote from this book alone was shared 37 million times last year. And everyone... You've seen my quote. You just didn't know it's from this book. And it basically is all about dreams. It says a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. And a plan backed by action makes your dreams come true. You saw it on coffee mugs and bumper stickers. That's my quote from this book that was turned down by 268 people in a row. And those of you who don't believe me, 
boom, I kept the letters. Check this out. <laughs> all the rejection letters of everyone telling me every reason why I'll never be an author and I'll never make it in this industry. And I learned something powerful. We never let another person or ourselves talk us out of what we know to be true. Now we hope, now we wish, now we believe, but we know in our core heart of hearts that we're onto something special. And I remember having a, a lunch meeting with a billionaire, Paul J. Meyer, and he said that your success is in direct proportion to your ability to withstand a no. He said, if you're willing to ask enough ladies out, eventually you'll get a date for the dance. And he goes, most people get caught up in the nose and the minutia rather than focusing on the goal in hand is getting a date for the prom or, again, impacting the lives of millions of people around the globe. Don't let other people tell us what we can and cannot do. So that's going to be the message of our story. And I, I, I got beginning uh, on this journey with a gentleman that you know very well. Back in the day, Charlie Tremendous Jones. And he was my mentor. And he and I wrote a book together called Positive Impact. And the idea is, he says, that we are the same today as we'll be in five years except for two things. The people we meet and the books we read. It's who we hang out with. It's what we put in our head that determines our character as a person. Again, if we go to the family barbecue and we listen to all the people tell us how the economy is horrible or people aren't buying stuff, well, that becomes the garbage that plays in our brain. But if we have people that are positive and solution searching and looking for the answers, then that will become the conversation. Imagine if I walked into your house and I had a trash bag full of dirty diapers and rotten cheese. I opened it up and started dumping it in your living room floor. I guarantee someone's coming out of the other room saying, stop, what are you doing? Get that crap out of here. Are you nuts? And they kick me out of the house. Yet for some reason, we'll allow people to open up our brains, dump it in there, and we just sit there and take it. And that's not what leaders do. Leaders sit there and say, stop. I appreciate what you're going through. I hope you can find someone to share that with. Right now, I got to focus on this at hand. Let's come back to that later. And they don't let them put that garbage inside because that's what we have to do. We have to protect our opportunities, protect our wisdom. And then through this last situation, uh, last few months, I, I had an epiphany, Joe. I think you're going to like this one. And this is kind of weird. I haven't shared it with a lot of people. What if... God, the universe, or whatever your higher power is, delivered 100% of every single thing we ever asked or prayed for. But we didn't like the packaging, so we sent it on its way. Wow. Let's say that again. What if everything we ever asked and prayed for was delivered, but we didn't like the packaging, so we sent it on its way? God, I need 100 bucks. Dear Lord, give me $100. I need $100. All of a sudden, your neighbor pulls up in a pickup truck. It's full of aluminum cans. He says, man, I've been collecting these all week. I got to go to a meeting. I, I, can you take these off my hands? Cash them in. You can keep all the money. It's worth a hundred bucks. You might go, I don't want those stinky things. Get them out of here. You asked, you prayed, it was delivered, but you didn't like the packaging. So you sent it on its merry way. What does that tell the universe and our energy the next time we ask or pray for something? So the most successful people understand the power of a certain phrase be careful what you ask for because it might just come your direction but more importantly don't get caught up in the packaging because it might be the thing that you need exactly at that moment and at that time Pretty some, sometimes it, it shows up as work and yeah. that's why isn't that scary it's like oh my goodness i don't just get to sit home and pray and the universe goes and drops off all of my stuff for me yeah okay. You're going to like this because I started doing uh, this came up because, you know, Bob Proctor and I wrote a book together. Uh, it's called Thoughts Are Things. 
our thoughts become realities. And we realize thoughts are not things. It's a bunch of crap, by the way. And I'll get to that in a second. But our thoughts backed by action become our things. Right. Because I guarantee everyone's had some pretty deviant thoughts, but we didn't do it. So therefore, you know, those things didn't come to fruition. We have also right. had million dollar ideas in the shower. And by the time we brush our teeth and down the drain, 10 years later, you see it on billboard going, holy shit, that was my idea. But one person took action with it. And I wrote this down just yesterday. It says the law of attraction comes from action plus traction creates reaction. I think that's what it comes down to. It's the action of the law of attraction that makes your dream. Yeah, I'll, write, I'll say it again because I, I know I just wrote it on a posting note myself. It says the law of attraction comes from action plus traction creates reaction. And if you think I'm king about my handwriting and dyslexia. <laughs> as long as you can read it, brother, that's all that matters. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that is just the truth. I got to tell you something that Brian messed with my head. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, the next time I see him, I'm going to friendly shake him up a little bit on the side. He came up to me and he looks at me in the face. He goes, your eyebrows. What the fuck? Right? And he goes, your eyebrows. He goes, people want to hear what you're going to say because your eyebrows. So I went and got my haircut the other day. You can tell by my fancy cut. And I go, absolutely. I'm sure you trim up the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so people got to squint in there because he's on to something. All right. Now I'm going to talk about the power of asking cool questions and the right questions. Because what happens is sometimes we see things on the surface, but we don't ask the right questions. The only thing difference between myself and my friends is we ask great quality questions. One of my favorite ones, I was at Secret Knock and Frank Shankwitz, founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, was at the event. And during the conversation, I asked him something that changed his life forever. And here's the question. Frank, what was your wish? And he goes, what? I go, well, you're the founder of Make-A-Wish. What did you ask for? And he says, well, no one ever asked me. I says, well, I want to be the guy that grants the wish of the founder of Make-A-Wish. I go, what is it you want? A house, a car, a boat? He goes, no, I just want my story to be told. So my grandkids will know that I did something. So he signed over his life rights. And I said, Frank, I'm going to make it into a major feature film. Just know I've never made a feature film. But he trusted me. And it took six years and trials and tribulations. When it came out in 2019, we made the final ballad for the Oscars, and then we trended worldwide for two years on Netflix called Wishman. And the reason I'm sharing this is the power of getting started and asking the right questions. Number one was the right question, but the second part is how do you get started? You see, I don't know anyone in Hollywood at that time. I didn't know how to write a screenplay. So rather than get frustrated about it, I said, I will take action back to the law of attraction. So I ran an ad in a secretive website looking for screenwriters. Don't tell anyone about the website. It's called Craigslist. Mm. 25 bucks. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah. And Theo Insider Davies, secrets given here. For 25 bucks, Theo Davies answers the ad, ends up not only writing the movie, directed it, and we won awards all around the country. So the realities are you take action. And then I said, well, how do I get this? thing to become fruition. And here's what I learned. Surround ourselves with people that are getting the results that we want for ourselves today. That's the answer. For If I was going to sell Lamborghinis, I don't never sold a Lamborghini, but if I was going to do it, the day I start, I promise you, I'm going to say, who is the number one guy ringing the bell every day? I go, set me next to that desk because I want to surround myself with people that are getting the results that I want. If I was going to get into real estate, the same thing applies. Unfortunately, most people are brand new. They hubble around themselves, the new people, and it's pulled ignorance. 
And so surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want. And the secret is to jump to the front of the line because the most successful people are also the most available and willing to teach. Just no one asks those questions. So all I do differently, all my friends that are successful, we go right to the top. So I said, okay, well, who's won an Oscar? Who's won a Golden Globe? Who owns a TV network? And I reached out to these people. And again, they've never heard of me. But with specificity, I opened up the doors of opportunity. This is an important word, specificity. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Again, dyslexic guy. But the idea is being very specific in our questions and our ask. And here's how I did it. Nobody wants their brain to be picked. Sounds very painful. No one wants to go to lunch with you. They don't want to have dinner. They don't want to go to lunch. They don't want to be of service and contribution. All they want to do is have specificity. So when I would reach out to these Oscar people, I'd say, listen, I'm asking for 12.5 minutes of your time. I promise that's all it will be. I'll start a stopwatch from the moment I sit in front of you till the moment I leave. I'll cover all my own costs and expense. I just want to ask you one simple question, X, Y, Z. The chance of them coming from their office down to the break room for that 12 minutes is so high because it's very specific. Unfortunately, most people don't understand that, and that's why they don't get the doors open. That's why the sales calls don't get made. And I believe the very strong you know, power of being very direct with our ask. For example, I'll get off stage and there's 10,000 people. There's a long-ass line, and people want to take pictures and stuff. It's amazing. And they say the nicest things. How can I be a service? How can I be of contribution? All that stuff. I don't have time to do a resume check. Now, compared to that, someone comes up and says, dude, well, your talk. Hey, I checked out your Instagram. You got a million followers. I make really cool memes. Let me send you one. If you like it, maybe you'll use me. What's that? Eight seconds. I know who you are, what you do. You got my cell phone. We're in contact. That is the future of marketing, sales, leadership, everything. Specificity rules the roof. So make sure that we're specific in our ask and we're our ability to withstand a no is stronger than ever, especially in today's marketplace. And as you saw a book that young man had, God bless you, young man. Luke, you're a champion, brother. Woohoo! There it is. <laughs> Three feet from gold, bringing out the house. So when we started doing this one, a lot of people know I work with the Napoleon Hill Foundation and write the Think and Grow Art series. But when we did this one, again, I reason I even bring this up is because the quality of the questions that we asked. Three Feet from Gold is a story about a gold miner named R.U. Darby. And he had gold fever, didn't know anything about gold, went out west, started digging, found a couple of nuggets. He hid it, buried it, told his family and friends, and they chipped in tens of thousands of dollars to buy equipment to pull it out by the ore cart. When it came out, it was filled with gold. Woohoo! But then the gold ran out. They kept digging, but the gold was gone. Finally defeated, Darby walks out of the mine, says, I quit, and sees a junk man walking by. He says, buddy, give me 200 bucks. I'm going to sell you the mine, the deed, the equipment. I quit this game. I'm going back home with something that I know about life insurance. And the junk man surveying the equipment was worth $10,000 because the family chipped in and said, here's 200 bucks. You got yourself a deal before he could change his mind. Darby goes home defeated. But the junk man goes to a local engineer and says, what happened? This cat hit gold and ran out. And the engineer starts laughing. He goes, man, that's mining 101. Everyone knows gold runs in a straight line. It's called a gold vein. What Darby did is he came in one side, hit the gold, and popped back into dirt. He said, go back to where they discovered treasure, go 90 degrees, three feet the other way, and you'll tap back in the vein. Not only did the junk man pull millions upon millions of dollars out, but that's what fills Fort Knox today. 
And the moral is how many times have we or someone we know quit one class door from a degree, sales, marketing, knocking on that door because it got tired or they didn't want to do it another step further. And it's the people that we tell the stories about today were willing and had the ability and the fortitude to go that extra three feet. They're the ones that came out on top. But out of all these interviews, one of my favorite ones was a guy named John Schwartz who created string theory. If you ever watched the Big Bang Theory, Sheldon was trying to figure it out. And at the end, finally did because of John Schwartz. And he said that successful people seek counsel where failures listen to opinion. And I'm going to give you the difference. Opinions based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, inexperience, like all your family, friends who've never done what you want to do. Counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. If you want to start a new sales business, you go to your family, friends, they're going to try to talk you out of it because they're protecting you and they're fearful of sales and they've never done it. But if you go to Joe and go, Joe, I want to get into sales. He's going to say, dude, sit down. Here's what you need to know and give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. John Short said, if we would spend our activity only seeking counsel in our lives and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day our lives would change. The big question is, where are we getting our information from? Amazing. I know it's interesting, right? No, that's, again, what, what a concept. How many people stop doing anything in life because somebody volunteered their opinion? Amen. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, too, because some people look at someone's success and they'll look at their failure or their not great success and they'll 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 judge them. And I got to tell you, when Sharon Lecter and I, I, I love Sharon Lecter and her and I uh, co-authored these books together. And we did success in something greater. This was the last book Napoleon Hill was supposed to do before he died and never got a chance to. So uh, they gave it to Sharon and I. And I shared this story at Steve Sims event when, when Brian was there and he said he liked this. So I'm going to share with it real quick. And then I'm going to kind of wrap up is there's a gentleman that Sharon and I were interviewing at her, her estate and his name, uh, you know, it was Fred and he invented something called the jet ski. You know, that two person, you sit down the jet ski and I asked him, you know, what was your greatest accomplishment? And he goes, well, creating that gave me the greatest joy and the greatest leverage opportunity in my life. I go, I could imagine a billion dollars. He goes, no. He goes, I sold the patent for 75 grand. And I went, holy smokes. And he started talking to someone else. And I remember I tapped him on the shoulder and he goes, yeah. And I go, did you say you sold the jet ski for 75 grand? He goes, yeah. He goes, one of the greatest things of my life. And he turned around, started talking. I went, Fred. He turns around, I go, what? He goes, I go, that's got to kill you. I go, that's got to eat you alive. I go, have you ever seen one of those things? It's a billion dollar brand. He goes, absolutely. Every time I'm down the freeway and I see a one getting pulled behind a truck, I go, that's my idea. He goes, I love it. I go, but you sold it for $75,000. And he goes, yes, I did. And he said, Greg, at that moment of my life, 75 grand was all the money I needed in the world. He goes, I was about to lose the family home that's been in my heritage for generations. He goes, I got the mortgage caught up. And by the way, we still own it today. He goes, my employees were backlogged. I couldn't even pay their salaries. I got them caught up so they could take care of their family. He goes, it was the first time I could remember in my adult life, I could sleep all the way through the night. And he said, I had free time, something I wasn't used to. He said, so I went through the attic and I started cleaning things out. He says, I found these little metal die cast cars I played with as a child. And he says, a buddy of mine's in NASCAR. So I put his number and I gifted it to him. Well, the other drivers saw it and they got angry. They wanted one too, so I made it for them. 
eventually NASCAR just came to me and bought the rights for these cars for over $150 million. And he says, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we need to do a deal in order to get us through to do a bigger deal. Amen. Amen. Wow. This is amazing, Greg. And so um, if anybody has any questions that are on the screen, I encourage you to ask them now. Greg's got a short amount of time. And again, I think short he- attention span. That's the main thing. <laughs> Greg, do you, do you come in an IV version that we can just inject into our veins and, and just get your knowledge that way? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you saying that, you know, and, and come join us. I mean, come on, we're doing secret knocks. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going crazy right now. We're sold out for September in a couple of weeks. We're doing our next one in March. It, it's absolutely amazing. And my whole goal is instead of coaches and teachers and mentors, which are amazing, I like to bring in the actual human being who's done what everyone else is talking about. So, for example, if you want to start a new clothing line, I just bring in Brian Smith, who founded Ugg Boots, and talk to him, right? If you got an idea for a board game, there's Rob Angel, who did Pictionary. If you got an idea for an invention, here's the guy who made that strip on the back of a credit card, magnetic thingy, right? And if you hang out with the people who are doing what you want, then you start engulfing and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Embracing that as well. And then you become, you know, a, a greater form of yourself. Hey, Ron Siegel's even up in the house. All the cool cats are here. Hey, Mark. Ron Siegel. So this Facebook user that is anonymous that says Secret Knockers is a great experience. That's Bob Donnell, our Bob. best friend, Bob. Yes. Oh, we love, we love, we love Bob. Bob we is love how Bob. we met. I got to tell you, if you ever get a chance to go to one of his dinners, I recommend highly you do that. That's how I met Joe. That's how I met some of these amazing people in my journey. Bob Donnell literally is one of the greatest connectors that's available in today's society. And he keeps it so private and exclusive where you've got to know your own secret knock to get in as well. All right. I got to wrap up. Somehow Ron Siegel made it in. So I apologize for that already. Ah, (laughs) I I love Ron. He's great. I've been on his uh, show, a bunch of stuff. Does anyone have any questions or anything I can do to be of contribution to you? hello from uh, south australia that's absolutely fantastic all right i'm gonna wrap up thank you greg wait wait i'm gonna wrap up this final thing because i don't know everyone that's on this call but i do know this about you chances are everyone comes to you for their counsel for the great advice because you're a great leader that's why you're doing this right now and taking your time where everyone else is right now playing again words or friends or something else but for right now, I want people to change their mindset a little bit and begin to get selfish. And what does that mean? We draw a line in the sand and we step across and say, you know what? It's my turn. I love you, family. I love you, friends. I've been taking care of you for all this time. I've done my part of it. Now you go take care of you. We draw a line in the sand and step across and say, it's my turn. I've got that idea for a book or a movie or an entrepreneurial dream. I'm not going to take it to my grave. We draw that line in the sand and we step across and say, enough, it is my turn. And when things get going hard, that's when you kick it in the most. Napoleon Hill always said, our greatest success will come just one step beyond our greatest setback. We draw that line in the sand and we step across and say, it's my turn. I've got that idea. I've got that dream. I love you, world. I'm going to stop worrying about what you think of me because you're not thinking of me. I'm going to go out and leave my legacy because I've got something to say. 
and you draw that line in the sand and you step across and you embrace it and you step into your greatness and say, it is my turn. And when you want to say die and throw in the towel and I can't go another step further, that's when you kick it in the most. You are special. You are amazing. Never give up and never surrender. You too could be three feet from gold. Amazing. Greg, thank you so much. Greg, what is your Instagram handle? Because there's 170 people on Instagram watching right now, too. Yeah, Greg S. Reed. And if you send me a DM, I promise to get back to you. Just don't talk about the weather, the family, what you ate for dinner. Be specific, and I promise to return it. You got to go. Thanks, Greg. Take care. Okay, wow. Right? Wow. It's your turn. Let's go ahead and kick everybody to the curb that's uh, out there using and abusing you. And I think we have one of those on here right now because it's Brian, right? I go to Joe for counsel nonstop. So I'm just going to say no. Sorry. Greg told me to tell Brian no. Good. As long as you tell Brian no, but subtle skills, you'll have to say yes. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, everybody got a lot of value out of that. I want to say thanks, everybody. This is War Games. This is the War Games group. We're here every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific. We try to be done in 40 minutes. We're at 30 minutes, which means I'm giving you back an extra 10 minutes. Say thanks to the VIPs, right, for those that want to join us. I did this on public all over because once a month we do it publicly so people know what all the value the rest of you guys are getting, right? And so I want to say Thanks to everybody. Go to joinwargames.com if you want to be part of the group consistently every week. And so, uh, Luke, what was your biggest takeaway today? Man, I loved everything he said. But the one thing I really loved that he said is surround yourself with the right people because the people who are taking away energy from you, they're not doing any good. Surround yourself with people that you want to be like. They are higher than you. And that's how you're going to be the most successful. That was super powerful for me. Fantastic. Brian, give Ty one thing that he missed while his cell reception was bouncing back and forth. Oh, man, I got so many notes. Which one do you want? The, I love the 12 and a half minutes. Is That's all Greg would ask for. So people would say yes, that he only needed 12 and a half minutes of their time. But then draw your line in the sand, say it's my turn. Uh, successful people seek counsel. I mean, I'm amazed you got him to sit still for that long, because if you ever yeah. seen him speak... He is oh, all yeah. over the place. Absolutely. So. That's exactly it. Every No matter where he's at, he doesn't stop. We had dinner and we had to remind him to sit down and eat it. Right. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. But I got work your strengths and hire the rest. And that goes back to a couple episodes ago when Joe Soto told us, right, that you got to read the who not how book. And that's it's phenomenal with that. And again, what? three, four episodes ago, we had Sharon Lecter on. So we're going for the whole crew on everybody that's there. Edna, good job. Seek counseling. Stop looking for other people's opinion, right? And so I, I to me, it was great. And remember, who you surround yourself matters. I learned that from Bob Donnell in real life, right? And it was it's his is next level by association. So how do you get around people you wouldn't normally get around? Well, we leverage Bob's credibility, Bob's relationship with these people, because he gives so much credibility to people. Right. And one of the things I will tell you, like I do all the time, it is up to you to reach out to the individuals that are on this show, the people that we allow into the network that come in. Now it's up to you to extend that. I would be going over to Greg S. Reed right now and say, phenomenal show. 
right? It was amazing. Of your 10 books on Amazon, what's the first one I should read? And let him answer you back with what he thinks is there. And if you haven't watched Three Feet from Gold, then you need to. Jay Guthier are out on Instagram. Thanks so much. I can tell. He goes, I'm sharing the Jesus out of this one. And then we went from like 12 people to 170 people. So, and Greg Reed is a fan of Jay Guthier Jr. and his team. So Ron Siegel said he was at his house and paced half the time. So a lot of time, the secret knock that he's talking about and doing is done at his house down in the San Diego area. So you're going to be there going, hey, I'm in Greg Reed's house talking with the rest of these people. But um, I want to say thanks, everybody, for taking the time. It's 2.31, giving you back that extra 10 or 15 minutes that we normally go to, right? Look, Amy Lee, you were the comment because I was on Ron Siegel's radio show just, what, a day ago? So on ABC Radio, and we talked about it, and I said, you need to talk with Amy Lee about how to properly handle social media and go through that. So, again, Guys, the, the, the relationships and the network we're building here within War Games, right? Brian's going to teach you how to immediately look at somebody and spit out exactly how to talk to that person, okay? I'm going to go ahead and teach you, as soon as you understand who those people are, how do you work your personality around their personality? Brian and I have a counterpart, too, that does body language, right? And she's going to come on here as well. And so it's all about who do you build the network, right? War Games itself went from 40 people to we are like two people away from 300 because of the lady at the top of the screen, right? Amy Lee. There, I put her over here towards the middle, okay? So, but again, guys, understand what everybody that's in here, understand the value that they're bringing. Everybody out on Instagram, seriously, connect with the people you're watching right now And how do you get into their sphere of influence so that you can talk to them and glean something away from them? I'm not saying that everybody on here, right, is going to say, let me give away everything to you. That's not how we stay in business. This is a group of sales, right? (laughs) This is how we sell. I tell every person who wants to come on the show and I go, hey, you're going to be a guest trainer? And they go, yeah, well, what can I offer? I don't want to step on anything. I said, don't tell them to leave my group and go to your group. Otherwise, sell something to them. Right. I could watch somebody sell something and learn what to do or what not to do. But I could also find the value in what they're actually putting out. The secret knock with Greg. If you go to gregreed.com, right, go there. He's got everything there. He has a leadership course on how to build a mastermind because he is a master of masterminds. And so that's what I want you guys to understand is there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Okay, we got to look at that. Amy and Luke, Thomas calling you guys out. Doesn't say hi to me. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay, so Mark Rodriguez throwing in some money with your network, direct relation to your network. It is, guys. And that's what I, I, again, go out and extend your relationships based on every opportunity. Luke, what do you do? I do product reviews and tech products and camping gear to hopefully help inspire people and give them the best products for their needs. Boom. And how old are you, Luke? Let me just call you out on that. I'm 12 years old. <laughs> so I, Luke jumped on. I, I met him in Ken, La, Ken Wall's Grow Live, 
we were talking and he was like, Hey, what about this, 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 this? And I was like, dang, this kid is like hungry. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get you into, into the war games thing. And I said, you want to jump on stage? He says, absolutely. And what did you do yesterday? I came on one day earlier because I thought it was yesterday. I did my hair and everything and found out it was the next day. He messages me and goes, look, sends me a picture. I, I totally got ready for today and it's tomorrow, right? So Ty, the car guy, we put it up in the group. 31 cars sold, first time ever. Hoo-ah! That's the way to do it, right? So that means he got into the double digits three times. So... Of everybody else that's out there, I want to say thanks so much for spending Wednesday with us, okay? Because why? Because we were here to make things better and make you more money. So as always, I'm going to tell everybody, right, just go out and sell something. Thanks, everybody. Join wargamesgroup.com if you're interested in being with us every week. Take care. Bye. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want.